listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm the mother flipping rhinoceros. My beasts are fat and the birds are on my back and I'm honing. I'm honing. If you choose to proceed, you will indeed concede because I will hit you with the flow of the wild rhino stampede. I'm not just wild. I'm trained, domesticated. I was raised by a rapper and rhino that dated and subsequently procreated that's how it goes here's the hip-hop-potamus the hip-hop hippo they call me the hip-hop-potamus my lyrics are bottomless <laughs> sometimes our rhymes are polite like thank you for dinner miss right that was very delicious good night sometimes they have seen like a pornographic dream in the nc-17 with ladies in the stream of margarine ha 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 yeah some margarine hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a monday yes ready for the wb fall finalis week uh for all the cw shows yeah i don't know how they how everybody gonna outbeat last week yeah after the crossovers can't just go back to normal i don't know what's gonna happen Mm-mm. and they set the standards high so moving forward i don't want none of this bullshit we had in the past where you would have like a particularly with supergirl you would have like a regular ass episode in the last five minutes to come barry no thank you mm-hmm. and i agree uh but uh yeah we're here to do some uh podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the black guy tips leave us five star reviews hopefully we'll see people at podcon coming up yes this saturday and sunday it's almost here guys we're gonna almost hop in a plane here. yes we are we're gonna fly out there and mess a time up because you know y'all hours behind us but i'm ready fly all the way mr walking dead live probably we sure <laughs> ain't no t- <laughs> i don't know you know we, they 45 hours behind so we might catch it i don't know but well, uh behind uh east coast time yeah so we're gonna uh be out there doing all that stuff we hope people come out to see us make the trip worthwhile looking forward to meeting a lot of people Me um, seeing a lot of folks faces uh for the first time we don't really get out there uh this will be my first time on the west coast so yeah this is the furthest west i've ever been the furthest west i've been is uh clocksville tennessee that's right so we'll see guys uh but yeah podcon.com if you can't make it out you can also get virtual tickets and still watch it online mm-hmm. i think the price of the brick went up this week so you guys if you're buying tickets for both days today it's cost a little bit more mm-hmm. uh the first two days were on two different uh the first day we're on two different panels and then the second day we're doing a meetup and a live show i believe and yeah, i think will- a panel yeah, we're on three panels on saturday oh it's three panels okay yeah, my bad three panels two, on saturday we're doing a panel and a meetup on sunday we're doing a live show in the meetup on sunday yeah live show yeah, in the yeah. meetup. i'm sorry um so hopefully we see you guys for all that stuff because uh we, we want to kick it with you uh also um yeah, we traveling but it's still work just a note for the show still having issues with paypal email them and everything email my service provider all this different stuff but if you're having issues with your premium account email me at the at gmail.com i'm on it i will get you taken care of he will he is it y'all you know don't feel like you're bothering him or anything you're paying for a service and we want to be sure you have the best quality of service please let us know and like i said the easiest way is to email when you hit us up on social media sometimes it's a lot of behind the scenes things that need to go on so it's better to email us that's the quickest and fastest way and you get the best response and i need your um paypal email address as well as your username on the site 
um that's the number one question i have for everybody that ha- is having issues so i can just verify everything and put it in manually until uh you know they get back to me um all right let's uh get into uh the show we got all kinds of different stuff going on in the news um and you know us we talk about it so we got to talk about it um yes let's see what's up first talk about lgbtq news uh obviously uh not all of it's good but we'll try to get through some and uh just talk about talk about things um all right so let's see here uh australia has legalized same-sex marriage but this is no cause for celebration is in the independent let's see undoubtedly last night's result and this is from a while ago last night's result in australia for marriage equality is an important victory is a victory however that should not dilute the sobering realization that it's taken this long to get hit there nor the fact that nearly 40 percent of voters still chose to oppose the bill yeah there's one thing i think about with america and trump and all this shit um even as fucked up as trump and them are i'm not sure that this isn't what a lot of people in this country just want correct people fail to realize that now and i think this is one thing that really really made me mad for a lot of those uh one track mind people you know you fail to realize you got this stuff you took it for granted and you assumed it would always be there and you assumed that everybody was in agreement and you didn't think anybody would quote unquote take it away but you have people that were opposing it the entire time and did not want that shit so as soon as the the kind of it was a shifting and they you know felt like they had power you know this is the end result you know and it's one of those things where if you would have continued to push and you would have continued to vote it uh people in they could have made it more rooted in the in in laws to where it made it more difficult to just reverse all the shit yeah i just think the government is not always the problem because the people are the problem and people make up the government so even if i you know i think it's good for the law of the land to be you know marriage equality and more inclusive and things of this nature but at the same time i'm walking among an enemy battlefield man i'm still walking among people that 
you know there's a 50 50 chance almost that they hate my my ass you know and that's if you're if you're uh lgbtq in these countries walking around like you know half your citizen what you find out from that vote as as positive as it is to win quote unquote you also find out about half your citizens your fellow citizens look at you and and in disgust right you know and they and if they was up to them they wouldn't allow you to be married Mm-mm. which means the fight isn't over because some people ain't dying they ain't changing their minds like it's not like these votes could happen and then people wake up and go oh i was wrong nope and the thing is all these isms they're relatives they're cousins so you know people that are homophobic sexism racism all them all their cousins so people that don't are opposed to lgbtq as are they're opposed to uh um mixed race couples getting married a bunch of stuff yeah you know like like people think when people vote it's just this one topic no it brings uh little brooks into other directions and odds are if you follow them to the main river they stem out into all these different things so if you vote against this odds are you vote no on these other topics too because they are relate in my opinion they're related and you can't in my mind you can't separate two yeah well they don't have public referendums on all that other stuff at the moment but yeah at all the that moment bi- right all that bigotry flows from the same river uh the pentagon is will pay for to- uh soldiers gender transition surgery you know first the pentagon will pay for an active duty soldier's gender transition uh surgery first reported by nbc news the infantry soldier who identifies as a woman has to undergo the surgery on tuesday um once again it's a little bit old it will be the first operation of its kind to be approved under a waiver that allows the pentagon to pay for the procedure the soldier according to nbc received the combat infantryman badge in operations anaconda and in afghanistan in 2003 citing defense officials nbc reported that navy vice administrator uh i guess administrator raquel bono uh head of the defense health agency approved the waiver request for the soldier on monday this afternoon an active duty military member received a sex reassignment surgery military hospitals do not have the surgical expertise to perform this type of surgery therefore it was conducted in a private hospital okay. um dana white the pentagon's chief spokeswoman said in a statement on tuesday the service member has already begun a sex reassignment course of treatment the treatment the treating doctor uh deemed this surgery medically necessary so a waiver was approved by the director of the defense health agency the supplemental health care program will cover the surgery in accordance with the department's interim guidance on transgender service members uh in july president donald trump of course tweeted that bullshit so you know yeah you put a lot of things into effect and it's one of those things where that's that's a wonderful thing but it's go okay this may be the only person that's ever going to get this because odds are they're never approved in my opinion with the culture and and how everything's going nobody's going to get approved for this the announcement came about nine months after former president barack obama's administration allowed transgender individuals to serve openly for the first time his administration also offered medical services for gender dysphoria treatments and gender reassignment surgery in september the pentagon outlined how the department will navigate transgender issues until a decision is finalized on whether those service members will be allowed to continue serving uh one of the things i think is interesting about this is how um is how um tentative these rights were when people were voting in the first place you know like that was nine months ago like that's not like like i feel like some some of the 
rhetoric around the last election talk like all these people's rights now i'm not just talking about trans people's rights but all these people's whether it's um daca whether it's um marriage equality whether it's uh serving in the military whether it's discrimination in schools for the bathroom all these people just talked about these things as if they've just existed forever they would always exist and this basically newly won battleground wouldn't be lost quickly it hasn't been a year it hasn't even been a year and some of these battles are already uh pushed back further than when you know when it all started right and it's also one of those things too for the first time you have a lot of white people realizing that the government don't give a fuck about you either particularly if it's something uh uh that they don't quote unquote care about and what do you mean white people in my opinion in whole um a lot of them when it comes to lgbtq the face of it is white even though all across the board it's people from all races and colors and creed but the face of it is white so a lot of white people they they go and and they protest and they were working hard and shit like that and they got it so a lot of them say yay and they think that that was the end of the work (laughs) and that was not the end of the work marginalized people have been fighting all their lives the bulk of them have so they were like no we got to keep going we got to keep pushing they can take it away but they was like hey we crossed the finish line everybody wanted to party throw confetti up in the air and act like they've made it and the problem is now a lot of that group of people is realizing for the first time that there are people out there that don't give a fuck about you as a person and your livelihood and who you are and i think it's a shock to them so what's making you think they realize that now what because of the laws like like they see that we're going back so mm-hmm. if i'm somebody who was white and i'm pro lgbtq i'm gay i I want marriage equality and i get to the finish line i'm like yay marriage equality we've made it mm-hmm. a lot of them thought that was the end they didn't think they had to continue to move on a lot right. i have my opinion a lot of white people were fooled when they got there to the quote-unquote finish line or what they thought was the finish line and that's why when it was time to vote again it was time to push it was time to vote it was time to actually move forward quote unquote they did not do anything because they've never had to actually work hard for things because they're white so white people when it in my opinion when it comes to certain things white people think once you get to a certain point that's the end of the journey that's the end of the work there's nothing else i need to do I've, i've made it or whatever and a lot of them are getting shocked because they realize that they're passing laws stripping these rights away that you thought was yours yeah i i mean i can i can see that in some areas but also this is uh when we're talking about whiteness these are marginalized white people as well right so we're talking about like if you're white and you're trans and you're in the military you know that's that's a hell of an intersection it is you know i would hope or like to think that a lot of marginalized people knew to vote democrat you know numbers wise we don't have anything to counteract that you know um yes you would hope but i i mean and maybe it's just i'm not gonna assume they're not that's what i'm saying okay, okay you can assume they didn't i won't i'm not gonna assume they didn't because i think this 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 election was so polarizing you didn't really have a choice like for for most for a lot of people you know and and, and that's true and, and and i guess for me like those you know why because we covered these stories and every time we cover somebody like this they stuck the fuck out like it white i'm gays for trump it was like 
who the fuck are these five white dudes it was never like oh man the majority you know like this this big number of gay white people is like and i fuck with trump it was always some small he attracts these type of kooks like the same way that i don't want you know i understand people's point you know they want to like kind of make this into like you know that's gender war shit to it as well but like black men in general did not vote for trump now any black person voting for trump is too much to me but at the same time i'm not gonna sit up there and be like oh yeah well y'all you know like those that percentage of people yes fuck them but in general like i I wouldn't say black men support trump right in in general you know i wouldn't say um like speaking of what we started this topic on you know a white you know we don't even know the race of this person but a trans person in the military i mean maybe they did but i would like to think that they weren't thinking to themselves like i've had it so easy it's you know like i don't think they necessarily had it easy to to be in the military to you know to fight in in battle to do like to be on the front lines where there's a sexual assault sexual harassment um obviously the military has a, a long history of rape a long history of um kind of going at people who um are marginalized so i would imagine that a trans soldier has a lot of hurdle whether they're white or not has it may be easier than being black and trans or something but that you know but still in in general like that person has a lot of shit that they had to deal with so i i don't know this doesn't feel to me like a you know this is a thing that is happening because y'all thought it was you know that you could relax as a trans person or whatnot i i I don't think at least i don't agree and 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 my thing is this i'm not saying that these people supported trump Mm. you know i'm not saying that i'm i'm and a lot of i'm i'm saying that people that actually voted for hillary clinton white people that were pro lgbtq white people that are across the spectrum just a group of white people that actually cared about this issue i'm talking about mm-hmm. that group of people in general in well my- if they voted for hillary clinton or i mean that's pretty much i mean what else are they supposed to do right and 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 and, and, and i guess maybe i'm not i i guess maybe i'm not articulating it well enough mm-hmm. but it's, it's like it's one of those things where those people they voted they went out they voted they voted for hillary clinton they 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 went out they rallied they did what they were supposed to do and it's one of those things where that group of people is realizing that the government does not care about them i I think for some for some of them it's a shocker to Mm. realize because society has taught white people if you go and you you protest you speak up you do this you will be rewarded for those actions but you have the go a lot of people in the government going we don't we don't guess about that i guess because we're talking about a marginalized person already i don't think that they were under the illusion of they cared about me and then i got betrayed i think i think i think people that are experienced in the group we're talking about we're talking about lgbtq people like and and specifically trans right now and specifically in the military i highly doubt that those that people that are going through that experience felt like felt safe i highly doubt it they just got to openly serve nine months ago that's under obama that's not that's not long enough to feel like and and now we don't have anywhere else to go i feel like a lot of people that are marginalized we pushed as hard as we could to keep trump out of office it don't even have nothing to do with hillary anyway i had like i said 
i understand you know you feel differently i would have voted for bernie i don't give a fuck trump can't win that's the only thing that mattered to me so i think and i think i'm not alone i think a lot of people uh you know how 94 percent of black women voted for hillary if it would have been bernie he would have got 94 percent, possibly too because i think the end of the day people have to vote for their the what they think will protect them or whatever so i think these initiatives in this case and in many other cases right uh even and i'm i mean beyond lgbtq for a second even with like uh women and like they were gonna make a law where where these companies had to reveal how much they paid everybody stuff like that it didn't even get a chance to go into effect because the next step of electing the person that will push that forward and let those things stand never happened so i think it's easily eroded you know um the kind of white person in my mind in my mind not saying not speaking for you but the kind of person in my mind that really got shocked like they don't care about us is it's more like privileged type of people like i don't think it was necessarily your marginalized people not saying there aren't some there's some in every group right. you know there there's mm-hmm. men there's black men that love male privilege there's uh black people that thrive on american exceptionalism like there's always somebody in every group there's trans people like caitlin jenner like but i'm just saying for the i would hesitate i would say in my opinion a vast majority probably understood backs are against the wall and it's not like well i'm white i'll be safe because i'm i'm white and trans i think a lot of people were like i won't be safe and that's why people were, were so like active and vocal even people that were like and eh, hillary clinton's just okay i just don't want trump you know what i mean and and i agree with that and i think um i think i'm talking more about like you said that privileged group because that privileged group is also a part of this group too of trans not, not of trans white. but 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 a part of the people that were pushing against these laws like i'm talking about like the group as a whole mm-hmm. there are marginalized people within the group that were pushing for these things those people were pushing as hard as they could right but there were also people outside of that group that don't fit in any of these categories that were also pushing for the same thing because they realized oh, yeah, that those I, things were wrong i guess what i'm saying is I, I i mean they don't have nothing to do with this conversation you know what i mean like at this moment like at least what we were talking about i see what you're saying now though um i guess to me i'm i wouldn't even i wasn't making that connection because those people you know i don't think they have to deal with the consequences of what other people go through which is exactly the point you know like i think something i I think uh something that kind of lends itself to to the point you're making and let me know if i'm because i'm just trying to understand let me know if i'm not understanding the new tax law thing that's an example of white people that thought well that shit will be bad for black people like um this administration will be bad for black people it'll be bad for gays it'll be bad for uh trans people it'll be bad for immigrants it'll be bad for them but i'm white i should get by i should be fine and then he passes like this tax bill uh, and, and and people are going to be like wait a minute that tax bill doesn't say white money is different than black money it just takes everybody's money is that what you're trying to say or am i am i missing it yes and it's and it's one of those things where and and and, and maybe it's just my perspective because like i said I, I we're talking about trans but i'm just talking about like people in general that were pushing for these issues um 
I think that that's true. I think that overall you have a a percentage, and it might not even be a large percentage, but a percentage that actually just see these things that they were pushing for eroding. Mm-hmm. And it's shocking to some people, not all, but it's shocking to this group of privileged people right. that the government really don't give a fuck about the thing that you desire and the thing that you're pushing for I feel like, on somebody else's behalf. Yeah, I feel like these people never really cared about that shit, though. So I guess that's the yeah, difference. Yeah, I, just be, the be, same be. way I won't I don't think white people are shocked when the government pass even liberal white people when the government passes some anti-black shit they're not sitting around like i can't believe what's happening to america you know what i'm saying i feel like they even liberal white folks we know they are fucked up that's true and it's it's one of those things where i I guess and it's sad but my default is white people gonna white uh on a lot of shit like so it's one of those things where i go oh you just gonna white white yeah. whatever white is that's that i just don't know how this became about gonna do i guess i just don't know how this topic became about them but yes i agree that for the most part i mean oh how this topic came oh yeah this topic came about that because i was i was saying that you said it was only nine months mm-hmm. and nine months is not a long a, a, a long period of time and with the new people we have in office my thing was this one person may be the only person to get this yes you know and and i'm like well that's fucked up because there's other people that should also be getting this that may never have a chance right because it's this this small percentage of people who thought well we crossed the finish line and they didn't want to do no more work mm, yes okay i see your point now and sorry I, I misunderstood I, I was only asking to understand because oh, no i problem. didn't get it no problem but i see what you're saying no problem. those people fucked it up for everybody right i see what you're saying right yes. the, 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 they pe- did. The, the people who who thought i have crossed the finish line we don't have to worry no more throw the confetti up in the air let's party now they're like oh shit oh shit now we get ready like yeah. you said revert and sometimes even go further back than where we started from because you didn't want to take the extra effort to go forward because this marginalized group knew that he right. was going to be against them and knew that this was a possibility just like brown and black people right. and we would and the thing is the thing that pisses a lot of these marginalized groups off is when you have these white people that want to come and use your numbers for this and when marginalized people go well hey you got the goal we we got the push we got the fight a lot of times this groups resist and and the racism and sexism and homophobia all of a sudden shines within these people because they're called out for not wanting to go further than they should because marginalized people know that we can go back (laughs) they know that it could get worse they understand the government doesn't care about them but this group of people doesn't and that small percentage of people is a part of the problem and a lot of them are white privileged people who came over because they said the other side was so fucked up i couldn't support them so let me come over here to this marginalized side when a lot of times they come and they quote unquote call themselves helping but the process of helping you got to know about this group of people and you need to learn about this group of people and what they stand for and what they do and 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 get to know know all the different things they do but instead you come over and you want to run shit and you want to tell this group of people what to do and you want to 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 start this conflict that really doesn't have to be there yeah they they i mean like i said you you're absolutely right they let a lot of people down i think um but see i guess to me i just don't think they're shocked you know when you said they're kind of shocked that, that this is happening i don't think they're shocked at all i think they didn't give a fuck and i think a lot of people are like that um not and not just white people there were just a lot of people that um uh obama was a very fuck he was an exceptional president come on uh you know i'm not gonna argue over whether or not he's perfect no person is perfect no one ever occupied that office that was perfect and i don't think anyone occupied that office that was better you know um 
but uh and the history books will be kind to him about that and especially after what white people did to elect the worst president of all time but um what i find interesting is i think like a lot of black people when they're excellent at their job uh people take shit for granted yes and, they do. and one of the things they took for granted was um that the things that he either put in place with very few supporters or by himself even when he had support from the american people his part from his party he didn't get a lot of support Mm-mm. so a lot of these things he put in the they put into place and they didn't get sturdy foundations because one party wouldn't compromise and the other party um you know was weak was scared so yeah i think the the erosion of people's rights their humanity i mean it's on a lot of people you know yeah. a lot of people just kind of either opted out or went you know this isn't that big a deal or or this is what we need or whatever but more importantly what i'm talking about that you know we talked about 40 percent with australia more importantly there's just a lot of people that want this yes they do and i think we skip over that a lot of people don't want transgender people to serve in the military mm-hmm. and to be able to get surgery they don't quote unquote believe in that lifestyle and all that shit there's a lot of people like that and they and they're not going away and they're not gonna letting them win quote unquote is not going to solve the problem but a lot of people thought on some weird ass game theory type shit that that's that would fix america's just let the just let the fucked up people win it's like no you got to constantly fight yeah and it's also one of those things where history repeats itself when it comes to marginalized groups of people people ain't shit so you have to pass laws and punish people to force them even if they don't want to to respect it you know i feel like that the same way with this i feel about slavery you know the only way it was abolished i mean abolished Abolished. was that they had to pass laws about hey y'all can't do this Mm because they were always going to be objective it wasn't about passing laws they had to kill some people it wasn't about passing laws it was i mean laws they was ignoring them laws that's why the civil war started people was like i'm not doing that shit um anyway um when a fan confronts rihanna about transgender fenty models rihanna is ready uh she got asked a question on uh what was it was it instagram or twitter i think it was instagram but yeah she got asked a question uh about the lack of inclusion of trans models in her otherwise inclusive campaign now to be fair uh every single beauty campaign can be marked for not including somebody mm-hmm. every single one Everyone. and i and i've seen people you know some people get protective of the ones they like you know i saw people mm-hmm. talking about well how come you don't have like disabled models in the fenty uh thing and people were like well how come y'all only put that on her and y'all not going after these other brands and then you, there's all this infighting and all this shit look with most things like this you can shut the fuck up let people get their point across maybe something good will come from it right you know maybe that's something she wasn't thinking about that she'll come up with maybe she has thought about it and she's gonna give them an answer and then y'all can debate amongst yourselves because every time you make a choice there's gonna be somebody that fucks with you and somebody that don't mm-hmm. anyway in this case um this she uh she was asked um you know why don't you have any trans models in your uh fenty beauty uh campaign for uh your models and um rihanna said 
i've had the pleasure of working with many gifted trans women throughout the years but i don't go around doing trans castings just like i don't do straight non-trans women castings i respect all women and whether they're trans or not is none of my business it's personal and some trans women are more comfortable being open about it than others so i have to respect that as a woman myself i don't think it's fair that a trans woman or man be used as a convenient marketing tool too often do i see companies doing this to trans and black women alike they're always just what that one spot that the camp uh, in the campaign for the token we look mad diverse girl slash guy it's sad come on and that's the truth it's one of the things where she may have had it and she might not have known maybe i mean i think if i think like i said there's two ways to look at this on the one hand it's cool that you thought about it and said look um i'm not gonna like you know try to have tokenism within my line i understand that but there's also the other um point of view which is that uh visibility matters it does that um uh, representation matters mm-hmm. and that that one trans person in each line or whatever it's still putting a trans putting money in a trans person's pocket Mm -hmm. it's still providing visibility to other trans people it's still being inclusive um you run the the line so you don't have to make it just one spot you could have had two or three you could have done a shoot with all trans models um and and i but i like i said this is the catch-22 of it because it just depends if you like her or not if i'm sure people that don't like her are like bitch i don't care about that you better so you ain't got no trans models that's all i heard you know and there's gonna be people like well that's a great answer she don't want to just use people as as tokens and 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 uh like mascots and shit when they're not really about it we've seen the tokenism before like um i've already forgot who the fucking line was that had the woman who uh the trans woman who um they they were promoting like oh she's a black trans woman we having this she's modeling this campaign and then she spoke out against charlottesville and they were like fired she doesn't represent our views mm-hmm. we don't want her and it's like oh you want the picture you don't want the opinion come on you know um i don't i mean it's a catch-22 it's just not uh like i said it's not very simple um i just more appreciate that she thought about it right she wasn't caught off guard like a lot of people yeah don't she answered the question it. herself it wasn't a matter of i don't see you which i think a lot of people get you know but uh it's kind of and lord forgive me for this comparison i'm sorry y'all but it's kind of like lena dunham when she said i don't have black people on girls because i don't know shit about black people like that and i don't really want to write for them and because i don't i didn't have black people in my world like that that i was close to so i'm so i don't have them and some people was like i don't give a fuck put a write a white role and put a black girl in it you know and some people was like yeah fuck that shit stay away from us we don't want to be attached to your shitty worldview you know i i could understand both sides of that um and i guess it's not really for me to decide but yeah i I thought that was interesting that that she at least thought about it correct um so um joy reed who you guys know from msnbc Mm -hmm. she apologized for insensitive lgbt blog posts uh she issued an apology on sunday for a series of blog posts nearly a decade ago most critical of former co- uh, governor charlie christ of florida that have been criticized as homophobic and anti-gay hmm. yeah i'm kind of kind of shocked um you know joy reed is a very uh savvy person that uh, she been around for so long she's been around for decades seemed like a very uh you know I, like as soon as i read the headline i was like what um 
this note is my apology to all who are disappointed by the content of blogs i wrote a decade ago for which my choice of words and tone of legitimately being criticized reed said in a statement shared with nbc news which like msnbc is owned by nbc universal the blog posts were unearthed on tuesday on thursday by twitter user at jamie underscore mass from 2007 to 2009 at joanne reed authored a dozen homophobic posts not only attempting to out charlie christ as gay she attacked and mocked him for being so at jamie underscore mads wrote in the first series uh first of a series of tweets about reed the twitter user noted reed repeatedly referred to chris as miss charlie in her post and speculated that his 2008 marriage to a woman was a fraud and part of a veep marketing strategy uh during the time she wrote those blog posts reed was a morning talk show host and a blogger covering florida politics among the frequent subjects of my post was then governor charlie chris and at the time of conservative uh, at the time a conservative republican whose positions on issues like gay marriage and adoption by same-sex couples in florida shared headlines with widely rumored reports that he was out in his sexual orientation at no time have i intentionally sought to demean or harm the lgbt community which includes people whom i deeply love my goal in my ham-handed way was to call out potential hypocrisy reed added um chris who served as florida's governor from 2007 2011 supported a state constitutional amendment to ban same-sex marriage in 2008 he later apologized for supporting the amendment telling watermark online an online lgbt publication based in orlando i'm sorry i did that it was a mistake i was wrong please forgive me now it's Reed who's seeking forgiveness for as she puts it insensitive and tone deaf and dumb comments in addition to friends and co-workers and, and, and viewers i deeply apologize to congressman christ um who was the target of my thoughtlessness my critique of an anti-lgbt of uh, anti-lgbt positions he once held but has since abandoned was legitimate in my view my means of critiquing were not she wrote rereading those old blog posts i'm disappointed in myself i apologize to those who are also disappointed in me life can be humbling it often is but i hope that you know where my heart is and that i will always strive to use my words for good i know better i would do better he wrote um yeah i mean that that is bad i think a lot of people um that's especially straight people with privilege a lot of us have gone through that um i remember when we started this show like that was one of the things i realized over time was like i don't think i want to say about someone that hates gay people that oh it's because you're secretly gay because that's not always true right um which a lot of people throw out there Mm -hmm. and i'm like but one it kind of undermines bigotry because one you can just straight up be a bigot and you don't don't have to be two it it adds to this like stigma that all gay people hate themselves and secretly you know if you get too anti like you're you're also gay and then three it's almost like insulting somebody with the insult is still homophobic right like Mm -hmm. oh you just feel that way because you gay and i'm only saying that to you because i know you'll be disturbed by the idea of being gay or being accused of being gay because being gay is bad and we're now associating with badness um so yeah i can understand that you know um she's been around for a long time i think she'll be fine i think yeah nobody gets canceled and i i will forever say that nobody gets canceled uh everybody just remorphs reforms and comes back in a different form yeah um i don't know who this you know user is or you know what motivations they have but i mean she apologized which you know once somebody apologizes i don't even understand why people would cape for them Mm-mm. you know um and then there's also just a double side the other side of this it look 
joy reed is a unique talent and all that stuff but everybody's also replaceable everybody so if if enough of a groundswell happens and they're like we getting her off the air she'll be gone you know if if it's that thing i think a lot of the stuff that's coming out is going to have a normalizing effect though because people have almost gotten so high and mighty on being woke and being Mm -hmm. acting like they're perfect and whatever and i think a lot of people are going to come out as flawed because receipts are out here forever with this internet shit correct and you know anytime the spotlight is on somebody you're gonna see their imperfections you're gonna see where they've grown you're gonna see where they've stumbled and all that type of shit um and at some point people gonna realize it's everybody everybody you know as long as we keep treating shit like the confederate statues where everyone kind of gets to be high and mighty for that day then that i mean that's the power that people covet that's the power that people um it makes us feel strong to be like i caught you being wrong because we would never shine that light on ourselves and we would never want other people to like get like to to elevate that to be like oh i found where you said something five years ago you know if you bring that up people like that we ain't talking about me right now you know so is you know i think people feel very strongly about something like this but i I bet you this will be a blip on the radar you wait 72 hours and it won't even matter um mostly because people don't care that much you know we're we're like like i said we're not gonna get it for black shit and we're probably not gonna get it for homophobic shit either right now it's if you harassed women or mean towards women or something people are kind of getting you out the paint but uh maybe not even mean towards women if you harassed women you're, they're getting you out of the paint if you touched women or something like that uh but i i think that you got to get why the getting's good because society pretty much bends back towards and we're not gonna do shit about this yeah it's the controlled out delete and so many people going well god damn this bit you know why do people keep coming out because the second it quote-unquote trickles or slows down the world is designed to control out delete and go back to normal and normal is just not believing nobody normal is just letting these men thrive or or, or, or whoever or whoever mm-hmm. is, is is committing it thrive you know normal is pushing up underneath the radar normal is writing shit in your contract that says that you know you you know we will pay for your fuck-ups that's what the fuck normal is and it will go back to normal because people have the capacity to only deal with so much and you know it's one of those things where a lot of people are getting quote-unquote worn down and where and, and shit like that and a lot of times it's people who actually don't have a dog in the fight it's, it's men a lot of times society as whole but a lot of times it's men going god damn another woman another woman another woman oh my god and it's one of those things where to be told uh, for a lot of men it is i don't want to say shocking it's overwhelming particularly if you're a man that cares particularly if you're a man that actually loves you know women and shit i don't think it is as a man i'll tell you right now it ain't i I speak definitively it's not it's not shocking or overwhelming for men men are just centering themselves as usual okay you know i'm sorry i'm I'm telling you folks that can my bad i'm i'm telling you just as a man none of this is shocking to us we live in it and and, and, no one protects us from it in a locker room we hear it when we hang out with other friends we know like um that when when you see men saying that shit it's really just us putting ourselves back at the center of the argument and being like but what about me now i feel like i'm scared to even talk to a woman or it's just too much and i'm getting overwhelmed like what are you talking about it's 25 men you know what i mean like it's even with this joy reed shit like if people go 
well you know i wasn't woke five years ago and this you know and this makes me uncomfortable are we just coming for everybody i mean one if we come for everybody maybe it'll balance out maybe we kind of need a reckoning for everybody to get their moment of you know because people get high and mighty there is no grace there is no forgiveness there right. is you no you want it extended to you but you don't want to send it to nobody else yeah maybe if people see some of their favorite people get kind of pulled to the side they'll be like you know what it therefore the grace of god go out and maybe i can calm down a little bit too but um but then also just there's this um this this way of being like but it's really the story's about me like this story isn't really about joy reed it's not really even about uh chris you know who i I mean he may feel personally insulted but i mean he literally politically tried to destroy gay people's lives so it's you know everyone's gonna be looking at that with a grain of salt right um it's not about straight people that feel a certain way about it it's really about how to lgbtq people feel about joy reed after this correct you know it's about how women feel about you know these men after some of their comments come out and shit like that it's about that you know and that's really what determines what'll happen um for everything else like i i don't i mean i haven't really been in the circle to see how people felt about it i do feel like people seem to be understanding from what i've seen like people don't seem to be like you know get her off the air or whatever yet at least that i've yeah, seen yeah right that i've seen maybe they are like that okay but it seems that she once you stand up about it she apologized and people seem to have been like that was a long time ago and they're moving on some people gonna want to promote like we should drag her because but i told you that's a community thing that's finding your flock a lot of people their brand is a drag you can't mm-hmm. really the whole brand like no offense to them you can't really take them that seriously mm-hmm. because they they're gonna do that to everybody no matter what because they need content every day that they wake up right but when society in general decides we're fed up with something like the me too thing that's when that's when you see people like get gone career-wise still think they'll be back but that's when you see people have to pay consequences i haven't seen that so far with joy reed so we'll see i don't know and i and i was was saying that for some men i do believe that for some of it it can be overwhelming because it's what you're hearing a lot of this shit like men know that this shit exists they do i'm not saying they don't know um but i think seeing it and the reality of it for some men is sinking in they are just uh, maybe i'm missing i'm not something. i'm not trying to i'm not listen i'm telling you as a man with all due like respect <laughs> okay i know i don't have a penis so I, there's man. no they're just putting their fragile ass feelings in front of you and they're what they are feeling is trepidation that this shit that they've done or the shit that they've tolerated or the shit that they've encouraged could one day come back to haunt them that's it ain't no shock ain't no shock i know like i i'm a man you know at least i'm a cis head man i can't speak for other people's experience but if you've been in a room with me you deal with this i have a person there's a dude on my facebook account that's a friend of my father my brother and me we play basketball not i wouldn't Mm -hmm. say friend acquaintance Mm -hmm. you know what this motherfucker sends me all day on instant message titties porn (laughs) i don't we don't talk we never talk he never asked me how my day is he never asked me what i'm doing he didn't even ask me about when i play ball men are just like that you know i don't even respond to these messages by the way i just look and go oh, another one of these and i click off of it and go do my fucking business like i don't even know what i'm supposed to send them back yeah bro jacking off to this right now thanks dude 
way to look out got my penis in my hand like i don't <laughs> i don't even know what he's sending that Plus, for and you're probably not the only person you're probably sending it to sending, a lot of people he's right? sending the, but that's how men are we tolerate that dude the same way we tolerate every other you know dude you know and that's and to be honest that's a um that's a mild thing that's not right. like to me that's not even offensive to me i mean i'm not i mean what am i get i'm not gonna get offended if you send me some titties or whatever that's just not he hasn't said anything like homophobic or whatever but right. you know it's obviously levels to a misogyny within there but i watch right. porn i can't even really say that i just wouldn't send it to people but the point the point being like that's just part of having a dick you're inducted into this fraternity that whether you want to be or not correct you know and so a lot of these dudes i wouldn't be shocked if something came out about him it's like you know he was touching women at work i'd be like i mean nigga did seem pretty preoccupied <laughs> with, <laughs> with titty pics yeah so i i don't know i just like to i think for a lot of men are putting on this act like i'm so shocked but you know the only thing i get shocked by is some of the levels motherfuckers go to yeah, like I, I was shocked. Are extreme, yeah. I was shocked at Matt Lauer's desk button. Like I was shocked at that, but I'm not shocked at Matt Lauer being a creep. I don't, you know, I told somebody else on my Facebook page, and I didn't mean it insultingly, but he was like, "I'm not surprised Matt Lauer was like this." And I was like, "What does that mean?" He was like, "He just seemed kind of creepy." I was like, "Oh yeah." He was like, "Wow, you trying?" I was like, "I guess." I said, and I, "I said I'm never surprised though," and he was like, "What do you mean by that?" I was like, "Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if it was you." you know i can't like i can't afford surprise anymore the default is motherfuckers are doing shit when they not around me that i'll never know all right and when it comes up i have to sit back and be like i didn't know that and i have to just look back and, and be like i'm not gonna defend this person i don't know you can only hope that they didn't but i'm not putting that right. out in the public space you can only hope. yeah you know so that's that's the end of it you know um but but that's the but that's the point though like you just kind of you're always around this that's just part of being a man i don't think i think women know how fucked up men are from another angle which is correct men act differently when they're not around men and that's when especially abusive men you know will do certain shit to women that i would never see so i wouldn't know like well well i didn't know dude also was out here grabbing people's titties you know i wouldn't know that part um because he may never do something like that around me particularly but he may do that at his job he may do that in his private life right um but but as far as just like men kind of being scummy and shit that's that's normal and all men know this all men know this ask them about having a daughter ask them about dating ask them about women having male friends men already think men are trash correct so it's not even a matter of i'm so shocked like don't fall for that nobody's that shocked yeah 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 <laughs> and, that, and that's true and, and i think older i've gotten the more i've grown and i used to be one of the people like i said i I, we eventually decided not to have any children at all but it was a point in period of time where you know having children i was like well you know impossibility it may come and i was the the type of a person that was like i don't want any girls like i literally said i was like girls i'm good and people was like, "Why?" Well, I was like, "Cause I'm a woman, and I know what the fuck we got to deal with, and it ain't pleasant." You know, it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to raise boys too. Don't get me wrong. If you raise boys, you're gonna have to raise them to not be rapists and shit. I'm more worried about raising a boy who comes home having done some some fucked up shit because you know you just assume he got the good lessons at home when they didn't. 
you know yeah. that's what's happening with a lot of these boys you know i was reading an article that <laughs> we're so off topic anyway i was reading an article today that was about um a high school football team that had a crew like a group of boys on it called the rape crew what yes yes they were known for like sexually assaulting women by the way that's not that sports culture is rape culture in this country especially football culture but um yeah like somebody didn't teach those boys what to do right right like that like that's a you know i think everyone's so people see themselves as protecting their daughters and and trying to discourage their sons from being bad that's how people see it right and i don't i mean i wouldn't want to fall into that mentality right and you know so if we would have raised a daughter you know i wouldn't be i mean the world's fucked up mm-hmm. but i wouldn't be like to me it would be I, I i would i would welcome that opportunity like i would welcome that challenge um as opposed to um even you know and raising a son still like welcome that challenge as well but it's just two different types of challenges and you know women do go through a lot of stuff but um you know we need women women are strong as fuck as as well we need to be protective of our children as well on both sides of these things i feel like we kind of afford boys a different level of protection you know like michelle obama said stop babying your sons like we make our daughters grow up we make them be tough we we you know we we expect certain behaviors out of them we don't do it to boys um so yeah i I don't know it'd just be a different type of challenge correct and 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 i've grown and i've matured and i can truly say i was the type of person like to me uh i I was the type of person where i was like that would like that would have literally scared me to death at one period of time now um i don't think it would be a problem like i'm like cool boy girl bring it on a kid is a kid i love a child and now i think once you get older you mature and i think now i'm to the point where if i had a girl i would show her and teach her things that i was never taught it would give me an opportunity to take all the knowledge and all the wisdom and all the things that i've learned and instill those into her and help her you know kind of guide her through life and help her not make some of the same mistakes and help her be better than me help her you know do things help her you know break ceilings and things like that you know and i know that for me and and also i think that i feel this the way i do now is because of layla Mm -hmm. you know i think watching layla grow watching her stages watching her go through life it helped me have a more foundation in my womanhood that i never had before when i was younger yeah i was petrified and i was you know so many people so many people y'all quote unquote phase i was like Mm-mm, don't want no girls Mm-mm, can't deal with that no 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 i like that was to me that would have been one of the most frightening things ever and i know i'm a woman but it was like i just didn't want to deal with quote unquote the emotional baggage that came with women not that boys don't have emotional baggage because they're human beings too mm-hmm. but it was one of those things where it's not fair you know and, and a lot of people have that mentality when it comes to girls because they was quote unquote so then would you want to raise a white kid so they wouldn't have to deal with racism either I, like that that wouldn't bother me um okay. not not so not, it was just gender yeah it, yeah I, well honestly it was gender yeah well, we also don't i mean you don't know what your child's gender is necessarily correct and then I mean, just because you have a male presenting or female presenting 
child that doesn't necessarily even dictate you know what their gender is uh so and then you know all this shit is still evolving correct as and, far as our understanding right and that was before i got introduced to the things i know now right <laughs> you know this is before i knew anything about lgbtq you know all those i didn't know what those words are like a, a lot of the uh evolving of sex and sexuality and all these definitions for me is new and because of social media and i stay on top of social media i'm and i will truly say i'm ignorant to a lot of stuff i'm constantly learning constantly growing constantly extending my vocabulary constantly learning how to uh open up my heart and and, and having compassion and having patience you know and things like that when i know a lot of people my age just shut that shit down well it ain't what i'm used to so fuck it you know and you could be a barrier and a hindrance sometimes even to your own children because like you say you don't know what sex your children are going to be you just see how they're born and you just assume that's what they're going to be their whole lives and that's not so so now i know that i'm a more evolved person than i was before and i think for me uh i've grown a lot and i it's one of those things where like you say i look back then and i would, would be like wow i was very ignorant but i know i'm not the only ignorant person i know that there's a lot of people that has grown and evolved listening to us reading catching up and things like that and i think that with joy and Reed, like everybody else if most people went back through their facebook history their twitter history and shit that they said online you would find something so fucked up and offensive that you said just out of ignorance yeah i mean all the stuff you just said i also wonder how much of it is about um people projecting like i said as long as social media is not a really good barometer for a lot of stuff because i don't think the average person that views her show or reads that article that fucks with her whether they be gay or not is probably going to be like cancel this bitch i hate her you know like the average person that you know if they are a fan of hers is probably just like glad she owned up and apologized same thing happened with al franken probably the average person that's a fan of his is probably like oh i appreciate him apologizing if more shit comes out it'll change same thing happened with al franken if um if uh she were to still hold these views things would change if her job still decides we don't want to deal with this you gone that you know like anybody can get can get it at the same time she'll probably be fine you know um all that being said like i i think everyone kind of makes it about their feelings or whatever but i think the same way that women are kind of used to men being disappointing i'm sure lgbtq people are used to straight people cis people being disappointing as Mm, well right so i don't know that this is so shocking to for them as much as you know like it'll be interesting to see what the response is because i i think a lot of times even with like black shit you find out like you know so-and-so did some racist shit back in the day and we're black people are like okay you know what i mean eminem's still at the bet awards yes we all heard that song he made when he was 16 and broke up with that girl yeah we heard it and some black people will never let it go and they'll receipts receipts and all that shit but the vast majority of us are gonna be like yes we're not shocked that a white dude did some racist shit can he still rap that's all i care about right you know and that's kind of that's kind of what what i think is going to end up happening here um royal caribbean named the best place to work for lgbtq equality by the human rights uh council that's a cruise ship Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
uh it's the second year in a row that royal caribbean earned this uh honor after making the first last year uh the list last year as well last year uh hrc the human rights council um uh one of the oldest gay and lesbian political action commits committees in the u.s added a requirement for inclusion as a top ranking company uh, on the 15 euro index a global non-discrimination policy or code of conduct that specifically prohibits discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity and meetings all requirements rcl is among 609 major american businesses earning top scores on the index a national benchmarking survey and report of corporate on corporate policies and practices related to lesbian gay bisexual transgender and queer workplace equality is thrilling of course says adam m goldstein rcl's president and coo explaining we actually have an opportunity as a company to be understood as one of the most welcoming employers anywhere in any industry and i think we should be you have guests coming from absolutely everywhere you got crew coming absolute from absolutely everywhere you got ships going absolutely everywhere and really the only way to make an environment like that work well is that you have to be welcoming to everyone if we're going to do that on the ships then clearly we also need to do that in our land-based facilities because it all has to be consistent it has to tie together here at our headquarters campus um obviously this is the location from which we direct our overall global effort and if we want to have that type of situation out in the sea then we need to be sure that we have that type of situation here at the headquarters good for them man some good news finally and let me move on before we get to more people fucking Bad news. <laughs> yes i i do appreciate it and when you're dealing with the cruises you have people from all walks of life they rent like the whole cruises out and shit like that from all walks of life all sexuality you better be opening to I everybody mean, you think that man but bigotry does not give a fuck about money the people yeah, that's a true statement people bigotry fuck up their pocketbooks every single day of their life um all right uh let's move on We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking, fucking with, with those, those blacks. blacks. We're, We're just fucking with fucking with black people. people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe. We uh, read articles and we give them scores from zero to one hundred and intervals of twenty-five for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. All right. A teen arsonist who torched his girlfriend's house tried to blame a random black guy for his crimes. White. Not guess the race. It's fucking <laughs> with black people. <laughs> a teenage arsonist who set fire to his girlfriend's uh, home. By the way, you're, you're lucky it's not guess the race because you're wrong. Who oh, set who set fire to his girlfriend's home tried to pin the blame on someone he identified as a random black guy when he confront was confronted by police when don't the one you you know you know the sketch he didn't even try it he didn't even try to come up with a name or a description just a random black guy oh what race is this person where did he go who the black guy who did this crime <laughs> black guy number one 19 year old jose bernardo rojas oh somebody else marginalized jose bernardo rosas madrigal 
set fire to his girlfriend's house in polk city florida last month and then told police that a random black guy had set the fire instead police quickly figured out he was lying however after seeing his phone google search history including a search for how to burn a brick house down (laughs) google will tell on your ass won't it he ain't wanted to be no mysteries um he (laughs) um google like yeah they did it this is what this is what this is they search history he additionally posted threatening messages to his girlfriend on snapchat before her house was set on fire polk county sheriff's office says they were also clued in because madrigal drew the shape of a heart with a lighter <laughs> on the fence <laughs> oh well, yeah, how did you do that on the fence that was located near the girlfriend's bedroom window holy shit he then lit the house yard on fire although the three family members who were in the house at the time quickly noticed the fire and extinguished it we were very lucky uh james scott the father of magical's girlfriend told daily beast we caught it in time before it blew up he now faces three counts of attempted first degree murder along with one count of first degree arson go all the way to jail man being trashed once again uh zero to a hundred karen a hundred i give him a 50 because that random black guy is just not good enough you need, you need to step up your racism you gotta at least have a black guy in mind at least what he looked like come on yeah i'm i'm giving you a hundred because you another marginalized person mm-hmm. somebody would be like yeah some latino that had ices at your front door maybe he's kin to ashley graham <laughs> <laughs> even if you're from america they wouldn't give a fuck they were like send him now uh carolyn hacks writes in mercurynews.com i'm engaged to a raging racist but otherwise he's great oh okay all right mm, you say so mm-hmm. other than that one thing i don't believe you i won't get into it but other than you know that that you know other than that great guy just a pleasure to be around i am engaged dear carolyn i am engaged to a great guy with many wonderful qualities and i'm looking forward to spending the rest of my life with him Mm, you racist too but he is prejudiced against one specific race which also happens to be the race of several of my ex-boyfriends he works in law enforcement so part of me wants to attribute the racism to the fact that he has seen this particular race do many horrible things that i haven't this seems like a pretty trivial thing we all have some sort of bias or prejudice but it's getting to the point where i can't even talk to a member of this race in a work meeting about a work-related project without my fiance turning into a huge fight and accusing me of trying to be a liaison for all blank people he doesn't think he's doing anything wrong black or latino he doesn't think he's doing anything wrong and i end up being the one to apologize try to fix things even though i don't Mm. think i'm doing anything wrong either Mm, ain't no dick worth all this honey it's a lot of uh white men you can love that ain't racist are there (laughs) well it is a small circle i mean it's a small pond i mean within that pond you might can pick one of them out i mean but goddamn at least they won't be no blatant racism Ugh, I, I mean i mean i mean they won't throw it in your face i mean come on you got to defend and shit i'm just making jokes was, that was just a too good to pass up ah! <laughs> i 
I set it up, you knock it out the park. Yep. Um, but yeah, he doesn't think that he's doing anything wrong, and I end up being the one to apologize, try to fix things, even though I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. That's gonna make you slap somebody. Come yes, on. It will. The amount of time and energy we have spent arguing about his race, about race, is downright embarrassing. I know you can't change anyone. You can only change yourself. But short of moving to a commune in Massachusetts, I'm not sure what I can do. Leave his ass. Why would you have to move? See, this is what happens when you already concede you will be dating this alt-right motherfucker. This seems like such a small thing to break up over. Oh, is it? But it also seems like something I can't argue about for the rest of my life. Which means two things. Are you going to leave or you going to give in and y'all both just going to be racist and happy? Like, that's what's going to happen like it's one of those things where a lot of white people com- white women compromise and they know their husband's racist they know they're problematic but they continue to be there but yet i'm supposed to look at you and respect you in your opinion nice chair thanks what? i use master pass for the record um somebody was like they racist in massachusetts too yeah when she say move to a small commune in massachusetts what she's really saying is move with her and her fiance to a place where there's no black people she's not Come talking on. about she's not saying because then I'll, I'll be able to find someone who's not racist that's not what she's saying no, she's, she's saying, saying oh yeah. i then i'll be able to find a place where you know his racism can won't be effective because it's only white people around us right so which is which is sad and you know. you're racist too yeah all over some dick come on all over some dick like dick growing trees out here man what are you doing come on that gonna make you slap somebody and she said it sounds like she used to date black men which tells listen there are so many things in this in this so many things to examine in this come on it was so it a you fetish used, right you used to exclusively you used to date a lot of black men possibly i'm assuming black for this and now all of a sudden Brown, yeah. you're dating a person that hates their humanity what were you in it for in the first place and how can you easily make that switch mm, that's sad yeah, like i said it, it makes me question you that you think this is all right that you think this is okay that you think if we just move someone with nothing but white folks you'll be all he'll be all right no this comes to tell you at the end of the day you're gonna compromise because he's not compromising when are y'all gonna compromise and ours are it will be you if you don't leave yeah you y'all i personally disagree i think y'all should stay together y'all belong together you racist too it's already yeah, too late is. you gotta write dear franny to get the to get the obvious advice on this shit like nigga you part of the problem just go make pro all right babies and move to that commune and stay away from re- the rest of humanity right and iowa anyway a hundred for me mm-hmm, hundred. an iowa radio announcer's racist commentary at high school basketball game goes viral of course it did we've been hearing this a lot lately like you've covered several several stories about people making announcements at the friday night high school football game just fucking it up for everybody now one of the things that sparked this was uh colin kaepernick's protest correct a lot of white people start saying how they really feel about these black kids come on in high school if they take a knee and shit um and then the other thing is just um it's historically i you know as i said in my piece about colin kaepernick on on medium um white people have always felt like they were tolerating black people and letting and letting them entertain them so that's that control yeah so these announcers and white fans in general kind of had this attitude about these uh kids in the first place to even to even feel that way you know um yeah you sound like oh this video's freezing uh let's see if i can read his comments 
nothing's ever wrong. Gonna get over. I'll pause it and see if I can just read them. Uh, so yeah, um, it, it was him, um, uh, and he was officiating a game, I mean, announcing a game between Forest City High School and Eagle Grove High School. The exchanges between a longtime announcer for Forest City, Orrin Harris, and a producer, the two make comments about the ethnicities of the opposing team's players. Specifically, the men refer to them as Espanol people in Eagle Grove. Uh, Harris goes on to say, as President Trump would say, go back to where they came from. Oh, so these are Latino people, probably. Um, uh, and then, the, of course, they were reached out for, but got no comment when they tried to find out what they were saying. Right. Um, yeah, uh, listen. Uh, I know this is Latino people. 100 for me, still. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's the thing, I, Brown, like, I just put, if you ain't white, you're brown. Like you, the, you the mm. quote unquote other category. And what a lot of people fail to realize, I know there's colorism within you know certain parts of brown people, but white people consider all us niggas. We the, they don't separate here in America. Other parts of the world is completely different. But here you either white or a nigga. Uh, last one. A woman hurls racist threats at black teens, and Denny's manager thought it was funny. Mm. What? I mean, it is Denny's come on a woman accused teenagers of laughing at her in St. George, Utah in this Denny's restaurant is that what we're calling Denny's these days? do they qualify as a restaurant? I don't know I haven't set my I haven't set a foot in one in years decades actually Denny's is the Arby's of sit down places right cause it's one near us and I don't ever desire to go yeah I went one time cause uh I forget what I was doing. I was driving somewhere and I think I had to, you know, was working for myself. I was like, I'm going to stop in and eat Dennis for the first time. I never had it before. And, uh, it was basically salt. Come on. I haven't had Denny's in years. There used to be one down there below, uh, Carowinds and they tore it down. I think they built a McDonald's or something where it is. Like, talking about years ago. And it was one of those things where that's why they be like the the the, the ninety nine three ninety nine two ninety nine four ninety nine special. Like they got to do something to get your ass in there because it ain't because of the food. Yeah, I was sitting there like, did Lot's wife make this? Because it's nothing but salt. Okay, like can y'all add some food to this salt? Yeah, and somebody bought a good point about the book. Yeah, because my thing, another reason why, like I said, I had it been in decades. I was like, I don't want to be discriminated against, so why the fuck am I going to go to a restaurant no, that discriminates? That, that, the ultimate nobody gets canceled. I still remember oh, that Oh yeah, shit. nobody gets canceled. But Everybody I, knew Denny's was racist, and the motherfucker's still around. Ain't nothing changed mm-hmm. but the dollar sign after the name. And that's it. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, apparently this is in St. George, Utah. She accused teenagers of laughing at her. She then called them fucking niggers and threatened to harm them all it takes is a couple of niggers to cause problems she says in a video this is america i can say whatever the fuck i want hmm. jordan jones one of the teens in the video said the encounter was baffling we don't know what provoked her or why she thought we were laughing at her he said mm-hmm. um we never spoke to her or even looked at her directly she he said the woman then left but stopped at the front of the restaurant and glared at the this group. is how jesse outsmarts the season Wait, using pre-made brownies we don't and care food. how she outsmarted the season you have to work late the night i don't care what well. this woman is doing all right um it must be an ad plan for this video or something anyway um he's they weren't even looking at her she stopped and glared at them uh through a glass door on her way out 
one of denny's employees then approached the team to ask whether the woman was bothering them but then walked away okay let's see that was our video mm-hmm. that's america she can say whatever the fuck she wants so i guess zero for me i mean it is her right a oh, 100 and that's one that's one thing why white folks go to all these other countries and think they go white and it's going white and them they go in them other countries be like the fuck we give a goddamn about your american whiteness go your ass to jail and they act shocked and surprised because some people don't uh think that whiteness is as important as we do here in america we've been together this long and i still don't never know where you're going with it when you start out <laughs> who me your yeah. brain is a mystery to me karen <laughs> That's what keeps the intrigue going. I was like, how do we get to other countries? This happened at Denny's in Utah, but I understood. Yeah. By the time you got there, you got there. Come on, you know, she's like, I can do what the <laughs> fuck I want. Okay, all right, all right. That privilege, that same, this same woman will go somewhere else and show her ass this same way because she can say what the fuck I'm she wants. just saying she could have got this in Utah. That's all I'm saying. You ain't got to go across seas. You just run into the wrong group. Lucky these kids weren't, you know, triggered and easily like violent and shit like you lucky you said it to the quote-unquote right ones that were calm recorded it didn't want no problems posted on the internet like man this bitch was tripping right you lucky you posted you found that group of people rather than to jump up and hit you upside the head with a breakfast plate people you come on and wouldn't have thought twice about going to you ain't got to get no passport to catch this ass whipping these hands Mm. is on on delivery come on come on all right Um, yeah these hands is first class to your face mm mm-hmm round trip even come on fl covered for free bitch seeing you back to where you came from come on check your bags and your privilege come on i upgraded for your ass take some of this mm-hmm. i'm gonna be a layover you're gonna be laying over there come on <laughs> time to take out the trash in about two three minutes when this is done More than 180 women have reported sexual assaults at Massage Envy. Wow. Yep. On May 2nd, 2015, Susan Ingram lay face down in the dark at the local Massage Envy. Uh, she got a massage from this dude, just James Dieter, like seven times. At this time, he decided without warning to grind his erect penis against her body. He groped her breast, put his fingers in and out of her vagina. She lay there frozen in fear and disbelief until the session was over. By the way, a lot of people consider that freezing to be consent. That's how fucked up we are as a society. They're like, why you didn't do nothing? Because everything they see on TV is somebody jumping out the bushes, a fight ensuing, and all this shit. Like, some fight, fight or flight kicks in, and survival instinct kicks in. You really don't know how you're gonna react to any of this shit. 
Correct. And I've never had that happen to me. I've had men massage me and women massage me. And I've never had that happen to me. Everybody has always been professional uh, um, for me personally. And I don't know how I would respond, you know. I can't say I'll be cool. And I can't say I wouldn't make a scene. I don't. It For me, it could go either way. <laughs> either way. I think we all have our way that we like to think we respond, but we right. don't, you really don't know until it happens and you really don't know even, even after it happens to one person, you don't know. You know, I've seen you kind of like when we've had situations where we've been out and something happens to you and you'll like either freeze or be polite to a person that's wrong, you know, and that's, that's your response in that situation. Right. So, and that's, and not, I'm not talking about some sexual assault stuff, mm-hmm. but, I mean, one time we were in Harris Teeter and this dude like yelled at you to close the, I remember that. the, the yeah. freeze. And I, he's lucky I wasn't over there, but you know, I came around the corner like, you okay? Well, you acting kind of weird. What's wrong? What happened? And you were like, yeah, this guy told me to close the freeze and shit. And I'm like, yeah, Karen's not one of them cuss you out type of people. So who knows? Not instantly. You know, I have to be pushed to that point, but it's one. I mean, I haven't ever seen you really cuss anybody out. Nah, so put like this. So far, I've been at a place where I haven't been uh, pushed to the point that makes me snap. Because anger is a realm that I try to stay out of. I'm like you because once you get to that point of anger, you lose control. Uh, well, people, everybody has their their limits, is what I'm saying, right? Right. But some, like some situation we've all had happen to us, right? Mm-hmm. A person violates our personal space. A person. And with some people go off on that. Like they're like, hey, get the fuck out of my face, you know, like that. And some people don't. I'm just saying none of us knows this kind of intrusive atmosphere, a man, uh, you know, who's paid to touch you. Um, and yeah, I can see how you would freeze up and then um you know, and then people take that as like, Well, you must not have thought nothing was wrong. It's like, no, I froze because I was so scared, I was so shocked i didn't know what to do you know it's not a movie like this is happening to me i don't know it's like someone pull a gun on you you really don't know what your response is no you don't you might try to jack bauer spinning hill kick that shit out of his hand or you might just be like i don't want to get shot take my wallet you know correct and it's one of those things too where it's a power dynamic in most of these situations yeah and that power dynamic matters and not only the power dynamic particularly like i said i think we talked about a situation before with me being a black woman and because I know how black rage is looked upon, particularly black rage from black women, is never looked upon nicely. And I could be in a right, but because I raise my voice or I get mad or I get ugly, I'll be the one being hauled off to jail. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I can like, see. Like, like, yeah, like, I could definitely like, see that in this situation. So that's a lot of times why I can't speak for everybody else, and that's something that's kind of been ingrained and breaded within me, and <laughs> it's something that. I think it's embedded. Embedded. I'm sorry. Embedded. <laughs> in, embedded within me, and it's one of those things where um, that's something that I need to break, you know. But I could. I'm just being truthful with that. I know how my appearance appears. I know with particularly with me having natural hair. I know how that appears. Versus- well, you did this way before you had natural hair. You were like this. Correct. So it ain't just that you know i think i think it's it's deeper than that it is it is but i I definitely think it does part of it goes back to you know the black woman stereotype but also just it's just individual people it's not a man or woman thing either fight or flight is some like some shit you can't control no sometimes people just freeze up you know it just happens and we 
taught people that that means men specifically we taught men be aggressive be aggressive as long as she don't say no like even when we talk about consent what do we say she didn't say no we don't say get a we say at least until very recently we didn't say get an affirmative get a yes and there's still people that don't like that they think it takes all the spontaneity and passion out of it and shit and i'm like i don't know i'd rather not err on the side of going to jail because if someone's just freezing the fuck up i'm then i'm then i don't want to violate this person i don't want to be that but some men do and a man like this probably specifically does like i don't think anything prompted him to do this Mm-mm. he decides gonna do it um I, and then more details are in the story okay no problem and i wonder uh it's one of those things where because because for those of you that have never had massages normally just you and whoever doing the massage a lot of times the lights are dim they have candles and music playing and things like that and i wonder uh i don't know i don't think it would make a difference if they had cameras or recorded or anything like that it would be something where it would be how many people don't want to be recorded though that's true too yeah yeah that's i mean thing i'm in I this room with too. no clothes on possibly i don't want you recording me right i mean it's just anyway we'll get to the real problem because him doing that is a, is a problem in itself but i started this article i'm talking about 180 women this isn't right. just him or just this one woman and these are the probably the ones that we've heard about at any rate um she lay there frozen in fear of disbelief till the session was over after driving home sobbing she called the spot to report the sexual assault she was shocked when the manager refused to interrupt the session that he was currently having with a female client or to connect her to the spa's owner i said to her nicole he stuck his fingers in my vagina less than an hour ago uh she later recounted in court she begged the manager to get Dieter's kind out of the massage room immediately see this is what they tell you tell people so it won't happen to no someone after you it won't happen again and they blame women when it keeps happening mm-hmm. oh this happened to other people because you didn't say nothing she said she could not do that she invited me in to talk about my services frustrated she called the police who interviewed Dieter that afternoon he quickly admitted to assaulting not just ingram but other clients as well i need help he confessed the next year he pleaded guilty to sexually molesting a total of nine women while working at massage envy from fall 2014 to spring 2015 that yeah. ain't long at all and it makes them look fucking crazy for them just blowing her off it makes who look crazy massage envy oh because mm. you literally blew her i mean off. they they weren't crazy it makes them look complicit Right, right, right. That that's more of what I mean. They, they, and I don't know how you can say they weren't. It ain't even about looks. Mm-mm. Y'all chose not to do anything. Yeah, who knows how many of those other women called and y'all blew them off? Two of these, two of those women had tried to warn the spa about Dieter before Ingram had three. So that's she's the third woman to call. Three months before Ingram's assault, one woman told the spa that he touched her genitals. One month before Ingram's assault, another woman reported he touched her breast. The spa decided the allegations weren't credible, in part because, like Ingram, both women had made them over the phone and wouldn't return to the spa to discuss the events in person. Why would I want to talk to you in person? Right! And why would I be making this up? And why would three women be making this up? Essentially, y'all were going to, you see what the game, she called the police. The game plan was all these women lying. Okay, okay, so the victim called the police. Yes, yeah. she called the police. That's how it started the story. She called the police, and then that, they came out and interviewed him. He admitted it. Um, so if at any point the spy would have put him to the side, he may have admitted it. Or if they would have called police on him, they, he may have admitted it. They, she had to call the police before it got serious. Um, but yeah, um, lawyers would later ask the spy owner and another clinic manager why they would judge an alleged sexual assault victim on her willingness to return to the scene of crime i was following the policy of massage envy the owner said and therefore i thought it was appropriate 
massage envy is the first and far and by far the largest chain of massage franchises in the country mm-hmm. it's a billion dollar business that promises trustworthy services at an affordable price but buzzfeed news found that more than 180 people have filed sexual assault lawsuits police report and state board complaints against massage envy spas their employees and the national company um like susan ingram many say their claims were mishandled or ignored by employees and owners of individual massage envy spas and by the national company itself dozens of women reported digital and oral penetration what do you mean by digital fingers okay one uh oregon woman said her massage therapist forced his entire fist into her vagina before ejaculating in her face what, what? god damn kind of ex hamster ass shit is that in florida a woman said she tried to push away her massage therapist as he licked her vagina over 100 women were massage that uh, reported that massage therapist uh, therapists groped their genitals groped their breasts or committed other explicit violations such as a california woman who said she opened her eyes during a prenatal massage prenatal so that means she was pregnant to find a massage therapist sucking on her nipple these claims represent only a sliver of the tens of millions of services that massage envy says his franchises have provided still lawyers for agree spy clients told buzzfeed news that there are more cases where women report abuse by massage therapists to police but no arrest is made and that massage envy spies sometimes offer a settlement before a suit is filed leaving no public record statistically most victims of sexual assault don't report at all even right. massage envy's own orientation manual discussed client satisfaction in general has warned employees that only four percent of upset customers will tell you that there, when there is a problem massage envy told buzzfeed news that it would not be appropriate to respond point by point to questions because of pending litigation and the confidential documents involved but overall melanie hansen general counsel of massage envy franchising and the company has worked says the company has worked hard to create ind- industry's most stringent rigorous practices uh for hiring screening and th- training therapists yeah i don't believe you and b um uh, one of the uh masseuse who who has worked with me before said that she used to work at massage envy mm-hmm. and um she was telling me how they treat their employees and then she was saying that uh she could do the two-hour massages you know the the, the um massages for two hours so what they would do they would constantly give her two-hour massage she said that's a lot she said they overwork and a lot of people would complain is that if you have an hour you wouldn't get an hour like your time literally started from the time the person introduced to, to they came right so it was one of those things where i'm just joking Karen. Oh, oh yeah yeah that that was, right. that was, so, apparently until they come like that, right. that's part of the package too now um but uh like your time would start from because a lot of times when you go they introduce you come in you know they ask you you know what what do you need done da, 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 da. or a lot of times they might know in advance yeah 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 you take off your clothes and all and all that time is against your time so if you have an hour they don't actually work on you for an hour they might work on you for 40 minutes because 20 minutes was a pre-prep so a lot of times people would complain because they're like motherfucker i paid for an hour i paid for 90 minutes i didn't pay for you know if i got you know 90 minutes i don't want 60 i want 90 that's what i paid for and so she was saying because it's almost like a machine because a lot of people use massage even because their hours are convenient a lot of times they're every day of the week you know the hours are late so you almost fit a lot of people's scheduling is more convenient than most massage parlors who a lot of times they don't do sundays or they don't do saturdays or they don't do late you know so for a lot of people use them out of out of just convenience and that's why they like the mcdonald's of massages like they're everywhere that's a very interesting history of uh 
massaging me over there karen mm-hmm. and i've been before and i know i've never had a problem but it's just one of those things well i mean of all the people is i know it's more than 180 people that just had to happen to but more. it seems like a small sliver which makes you think it's kind of like when i talk about the ncaa and sexual assaults at schools schools have it tied up into their reputation to protect sexual assault uh abuser to to, to protect the abuser because they don't want to be no, become known as a school that has to report that there's sexual assault on our campus so what they do is everything to silence the victim silence the survivor and to cover up the abuser and quietly settle it or get that person out of school and pretend hey we don't have to report these numbers when it's time to talk about uh the environment on our campus but instead it has the opposite effect it basically encourages people to be abusive because they know their shit will be covered up right they won't face any consequences and they'll you know and the victim will probably be the survivor will probably be ostracized and pushed out of school mm-hmm. like they clearly take that person's side even though they claim to not be taken aside that's what happens so yeah this sounds like they sacrifice these women to their brand like oh hey look our brand is more important than we don't want to be known as the sexual assault place well guess what you're now known as a sexual assault place that covers up sexual assault it's not like no one th- it's not like people think there's be zero percent of sexual assault in the massage industry that's not what i think everyone recognizes that there's gonna be some some loons because some of, deviant people and all this because stuff because of the intimacy of it well just no because of i mean not to me not because of in- intimacy because of the numbers right it's statistically impossible you got a bunch of people involved in uh in this industry and i'd say the same thing about school bus drivers or fucking teachers or somebody gonna fuck some kids somebody gonna touch somebody they ain't supposed to touch same thing a pizza delivery driver someone's gonna do something there's always deviance uh quote unquote to the norm um but you don't have to cover up for them you don't make have to make your business model covering up for them now you're complicit because before i don't i don't have to feel like you're complicit if you come down on these people but I feel like you're complicit when I see that you're avoiding coming down on these people, allowing them to do it over and over again, not taking your customer seriously. If this same customer would have called back and said, hey, um, this dude stole five dollars out of my wallet, y'all would have fired that motherfucker immediately. Come on. You know, it wouldn't have been like, well, if you come back and tell us to our face, you'd be like, oh, he did what? You know, like what, what the fuck is going on in here? You know? So yeah, I, you're complicit. Anyway, it goes on to talk about, it's a very long article, but, um, you know we'll, we'll see um and they're trying to say well the spas are individually owned but hey you got policies and procedures that aren't individual so come on a lot of times they try to pull that bullshit when they don't want to be held accountable and responsible when i go when i go to mcdonald's i don't go to fucking mcdonald's franchise i go goddamn mcdonald's when i go to massage envy it's motherfucking massage envy it ain't no individual i don't give a fuck what they pay for this goddamn franchise on the outside of the building it's that motherfucking massage envy so you're held accountable um let's see what else happened in the trash um oh my god a netflix uh official mm-hmm. um mistakenly because he didn't know there was this person he mistakenly told um admitted to a victim's face that they don't believe um the actor any masterson raped her wow yeah now it was an accident obviously um that necessarily makes it any better that just means she found out how he really feels come on but you know kevin spacey got fired after one person came for earlier this year now there was a lot of rumors about him quote unquote that apparently everybody knew and i didn't i didn't know well everybody knew 
and uh so it was like they fired him immediately you know like just got him off like stop swift response get him out of here right because right? we don't we know other shit coming down the road and we don't want to deal with it well that same company is dragging his feet when it comes to actor danny masterson best known for his role in that 70s show and despite what's described as overwhelming evidence against him investigators by los angeles uh uh, investigations by los angeles have stalled and netflix has kept him on their payroll as one of the actors on their new show the ranch now we have vital insight into why netflix hasn't taken reports about masterson seriously the people in charge don't believe the victims and aren't afraid to say it over the weekend netflix director of global kids content andy yeatman accidentally told one of masterson victims to her face that he doesn't believe her when chatting during the kids soccer game when victim b approached yeatman and asked him if he worked at netflix he said she says he answered in the affirmative victim b said she uh she asked yeatman why netflix is not taking action against masterson in light of the district attorney's investigation and the multiple accusations of rape according to victim b and other witness uh, and another witness yeatman and netflix take said yeatman said netflix takes sexual misconduct allegations seriously but we don't believe them referring to masterson's four accusers victim b told her why post- would you do that because she asked you that that means everything you say past that point you are people are stupid but go ahead uh so yeah she uh she says uh she never expected him to say such a thing she was left stunned she said she then told him i'm one of them indicating she was one of the accusers the conversation ended quickly right i noticed that yeatman was there to watch his daughter play if i wondered if he'd be so blase if that happened to his daughter netflix unsurprisingly tried to do damage control but seemingly missed the point the statement reads while he was coaching a youth soccer match today, Mr. Yeatman, a Netflix Kids programming executive, was approached by a stranger who did not identify herself or explain her connection to Danny Masterson. Why would she fucking have to? You, if somebody asks you, do you work for Netflix, and you confirm everything you say past then, you actually are representing the company. Mr. Wrong with people. Mr. Yeatman's comments were careless, uninformed, and do not represent the view of the company. Yes, it does. Further, he had no insights into the decision making on the ranch. We are aware of the allegations against Danny Masterson, and we are following the current investigation, and we will respond if developments occur. It honestly doesn't matter whether he knew or uh, this back to the article. It obviously doesn't matter whether he knew what that he was talking to a victim or not. It's weird that Netflix felt that that's a relevant fact. Right. It actually makes them look worse uh, because the fact is that Yeatman was being completely honest and he was comfortable enough to call these four women lives to a virtual stranger right Mm -hmm. three of the four women were members of scientology as is masterson the church says reporting another scientologist to law enforcement is a violation of the highest order and leads to being shunned as a result these women lost their family friends and religion just by reporting it's one thing to wait until the investigation brings more evidence before making a decision however it looks like at least one person that influence has already made their decisions even if netflix doesn't believe the victims they deserve at the very least to not be seen as liars until more evidence comes for to light one of the things that's also um interesting or fucked up about this uh the police got a bunch of witness statements saying he didn't sexually assault those women but it's from other scientologists what well, didn't right right there's some shady shit going on over there um but yeah they haven't got rid of them and i want to quickly revisit something we talked about yesterday because Mm -hmm. uh more information came in after we did the show but um you know john hockenberry um npr dude npr dude Mm -hmm. one of the npr dudes he uh of course got fired well in addition to his the email about i want to get another dose of you and whatnot apparently he sent he sent eight emails to this woman unanswered over a period of time and he kept talking about how he's gonna help make her career and all this stuff 
um and and the program was called the takeaway um mm-hmm. okay so th- the takeaway was established because npr wanted to put marginalized voices in uh on the show right and they wanted to have like you know some marginalized people basically leading the charge well this white man albeit disabled uh took over basically and it became his show why i didn't know that yeah so they would have women of color and and people like as co-host and as guests Mm -hmm. but it became his show Mm -hmm. and he uh in addition to the sexual advances towards women that made them uncomfortable he also was very harsh and bossy and aggressive towards the women of color that would come on the show and he undermined a lot of their careers there and they end up leaving the show and then it became wow him by himself the diversity show but it's basically his show the white man show um so that was uh that was a big part of it um which obviously we didn't all that wasn't in the article yesterday Mm -mm. um but yeah he was um super aggressive um and and basically took over that whole thing a disability ain't got nothing to do with your dick Mm-hmm. if it work or not it's still connected to you right um that a white man albeit a disabled one ended up being alone the top of the diversity show was definitely ironic but for some of the women at the takeaway it was more than that the message according to christian Meanzer, a culture producer for eight years was if you speak up you'll disappear Meanzer, uh who is the director of nonfiction programming at the podcast company panoply media is one of those who felt sexually encroached upon by Hockenberry. The worst moment she said came in the fall of 2014 when she managed to wrangle the Oscar winning actress Marion Cotillard. It was a good get. When she informed Hockenberry, he rolled right up to me at my desk, grabbed my face and started kissing me. I moved my head away and pushed him away. I said, no, no, please don't. I just want to kiss you because I'm so thankful, he said, according to Meanzer. She replied, a hug is fine, but I don't want to be kissed. That was the only time he tried to make physical contact with her. Um, the rest of it she said was over social media when Hockenberry was smiling at photos of Menzer and her husband on Facebook um, doesn't one of you have herpes at least on Gchat he wrote what everyone thinks you have a secret life as a dominatrix another time do you think about anything other than sex and you and your sex obsession though the later comments were in context of a segment on the biopic about the porn star Linda Lovelace Mingzer said she nonetheless felt diminished by Hackenberry's jabs it wasn't I wasn't sex obsessed I was just doing my job um yeah another former female takeaway producer said didn't want to be named or kind of physical and kind of similar to Mingzer's uh typically she said they put morning star uh show staff up at hotels and the station when a snowstorm was predicted because they had to be in the office as early as 3 30 a.m it was winter 2010 perhaps january 2011 the producer who was in the early 30s said the overnight crew went out for drinks and dinner and on the way back john said can we talk about something on the show so i went over to i went to his room which might have seemed stupid now but didn't seem crazy then right we worked around the clock she took a seat at the desk in his room he said when he approached her he came up put his arms on my kiss me and he said i love you we always had this special thing i pushed him away and said this cannot happen i ran out of the room the next morning she couldn't imagine returning to work she was certain she had to leave her job yet she did go to work and mentioned not a thing to her co-workers though she considered them like family she asked only to be taken off the overnight shift to minimize her one-on-one contact with Hockenberry. right and began looking for a new job this is a person who has an immense power she told mm-hmm. me uh back then my impression was that after a sexual harassment filing the woman gets blamed and the woman will be removed right she left three months later 
so yeah he was it was, it was beyond some emails beyond like right. it's always more motherfuckers be defending right. shit and these are the women that are speaking out because a lot of times with this stuff these are women that are speaking out there are dozens and dozens of victims that we will never hear of that careers have changed no longer in the industry we'll never hear of started doing other shit because it was like i just can't deal with it yep um so that's the trash for the day guys it was a lot it was a lot still way more still way more Mm -hmm. couldn't get to all of it that was just a couple people but it was very trashy yeah it was massage envy really dog right damn i haven't been in a while but you you basically crossed me off the list because you know they have a thing at um massage envy where you can like uh pay like a monthly fee and you know you can get like a massage a month and it's you know it's fairly high but it's worth it for some people so some people actually pay the fee to get a massage and it's one of the things where uh, if i was doing that i would just cancel my membership what the fuck no you get no money from me Mm-hmm. all right let's do something fun let's do a little white people news the good oh, kind what's up his head? before we get out of here Look like some type of do-rag or something on this white man's head let's see what his song is though Has he even heard the song before? No, he's a key with the guitar. He's not even the pitch is higher than that. Like when he came in, he was already too low. Mm-mm. Nope. 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 I'm not buying your Justin Timberlake impression. Nope. Sad. 
yeah nothing compares indeed because that shit wasn't comparable that was terrible that was terrible god for you to say it's terrible it's bad because you always find something to jam on but that shit was bad baby Mm-mm. you okay you need something for your eyes i have it oh, uh okay. i need to hold on let me put this in my eyes real quick sorry y'all no problem <sighs> yeah i seen you over there rubbing them all like uh-oh they just have a tendency to get dry sometimes i think he dried my eyes out with all that honey that terrible singing will suck the moisture out of anything <laughs> that was some bad singing baby Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. start off on the wrong chord with the guitar and then you you, you no just just no alright uh Jennifer Nettles is in the uh white people news you guys know how y'all love uh Jennifer Nettles now you know I don't know who this white woman is who is this I never heard of a girl okay I'm glad I ain't the only one I'm like who first time for everything uh Jennifer Nettles uh has apparently uh confessed that she binges children's shows with her child like every other parent it's big news guys i hope y'all sitting down hope you guys are uh at work and and got yourselves somewhere safe so that uh you won't disturb your co-workers I mean, with this shocking I revelation mean, i mean i wonder what shows yo gabba gabba go i'm assuming uh stretch armstrong i think is a new one mm-hmm. um wait a minute what happened to the what happened to the actual article oh shit come back every day at 8 30 to watch people now streaming this ain't the article oh yeah oh i guess it must have been a video or something anyway this white woman watch tv shows i don't know who she is or what she do Mm -mm, somebody said she a country singer well there you go guys well you know she ain't watching that in the damn glory explorer i know that much Mm -mm. it's america bitch make america great again Mm, don't speak no oblate english up in her (laughs) no go da go go mm-hmm swiper no swiping i say fence no hopping <laughs> ah! uh let's see baby is cold outside sienna miller hides her figure in oversized tweed coat for a stroll in new york is she supposed to be pregnant i don't know i mean why would you be hiding your figure or maybe it's Over- just cold oh, shit, it is cold it's north I mean, I don't know that you necessarily are hiding if it's just cold outside. I mean, yeah, I have an oversized coat. My black ass is up there too. Uh, she was spotted t- talking on her phone as she made her way across the street in New York on Tuesday. The GI Joe rides a cobra face. Oh, oh, that she counts. Was, she was in that badass movie. Is that that movie with Tatum? Uh, 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 Channing Tatum. Yes, I'm about to tear his name up. Yes. Yes. Uh, see, she seemed remarkably at ease as she partook in her conversation while in the upmarket west village area oh the upmarket west village i have no idea where this place is it is a big ass coat uh drowning her figure in an oversized coat they yes, the fine that is a big ass coat the fine philly opted to wear minimal makeup on her grand day out jew law's former squeeze was looking in fine form as she sauntered around in her long coat which she was wearing with multicolored leggings and trainers there was fashionable 34 year old rounded off her look with a pair of oversized sunglasses which she wore despite the cloudy weather and a backpack sienna shares her little girl with her former fiance tom sturridge whom she dated from 2011 to 2015 
the family are often seen out in the big apple and the star recently revealed for the former lovers do as much as they can to give their daughter as normal a family environment as possible she told harper's bazaar everybody will stay over or we'll all go on holiday and that's become my we that's because we genuinely want to be around each other it's great for our daughter that she has two parents who love each other and our friends he's definitely my best friend in the entire world that's Aww. nice good for you guys it's good to see white people you know getting their coats on my it's up. getting cold out there you know yeah yeah up north it's cold uh demi lovato shook the internet with her save the date after sharing a wedding photo i know this lady she sings mm-hmm demi lovato she's also hates taylor swift but sometimes yeah. too much she one yeah. time hated taylor swift I, and said she didn't care about women and didn't give nothing to kesha for her defense fund it turns out uh, she actually paid for kesha's legal defense partially i i know more about her for that shit than i do her music if her song came on i'd be like who is this white woman singing uh demi lovato excited fans last wednesday when she posted a photo of herself wearing a wedding dress complete with a veil and scenic background on instagram the singer's followers immediately stormed social media with comments some speculated the sorry not sorry crooner might be trying to tie uh might be tying a knot with ex-boyfriend wilmer wilmer valderrama uh or longtime friend nick jonas if wilmer isn't there i'm gonna throw some hands one fan wrote another added please tell me you're marrying nick jonas yesterday lovato provoked more people wedding take, people think what is that thing uh shipping seriously that like they ship everybody they don't give a damn is the tv show or not uh when she posted to say the date on instagram the, inv- the invitation reads tell me you love me which is also the name of the single debuted in september suggesting the matrimonial content might be tethered to the release of the tunes upcoming music video the invite which also bore the date of the time of the forthcoming event and the name jesse left fans wondering who she'll be walking down the aisle with in the video several surmised it could be gray's anatomy jesse williams demi lovato and jesse williams in a music video together yep please one fan Twitter another gush i'm a little too excited for jesse williams and demi lovato to be a couple in the new video oh sweet i guess we missed the video and all the white folks excitement news i guess the fans ain't um uh, ain't black women though because they wouldn't have been as excited about jesse uh, i mean no offense to demi but word on the street these ladies is not not feeling this new jesse williams stuff no they not uh, <laughs> um let's see um happy thanksgiving from hollywood j-lo and a-rod's kids don matching pjs and domestic goddess cindy crawford makes apple pie at star share festive snaps oh somebody says she not white she latino but she look white oh okay so that's cool white passing latino or something yeah. she like she has some brown in her i ain't trying mm-hmm. to yeah far be it from me to take that away from anybody because i never would to right. be honest with y'all right because I, I know that's everybody else's shit right. that's everybody's megan Markle can't be black fucking oh, yeah. uh ashley graham can't be latina like that's motherfuckers really get off on that shit but look if you say yeah, you are you that. are with me right the end right. i'm just doing an eye test yeah yeah ma- fucking michael jackson kid is black as far as i'm concerned leave yes, me the they fuck. are y'all have those debates those fruitless ass not gonna change anything debates come on 
thanksgiving is finally here and social media is awash with celebrities sharing festive messages and pictures of tantalizing feasts jennifer lopez and boyfriend alex rodriguez brought together their children to celebrate the holiday as a blended family each sharing a cute snap of their kids in the photo j-lo's twins max and m uh nine are seen posting uh posing with the baseball stars daughters natasha 13 and ella nine oh a more a more more says the caption oh look at them hey so, oh they ain't matching pajamas oh j-lo and a-rod so so good together i hope they stay together forever me too um oh look at she got that thing sitting again on the bike I'm trying to tell you. she got with a brown man she brought the booty all the way back she's yeah. like listen a-rod like this thing um jen and a-rod later went to a cycle work off at turkey at turkey at the, oh, oh the cycle work off all that turkey all right that's cool after sharing of a pic of their magnificent table spread rodriguez uploaded some snaps of herself and his squeeze saddling up supermodel mom cindy crawford was hard at work in the kitchen whipping up an apple pie before getting a stuffing mix made up how much of apple pie you think cindy crawford eat none yeah i always wonder that when like models always on it's not like models on their instagram always trying to convince people like i eat like <laughs> that's how that's how much a struggle it is to be in that industry because everybody's like we know that they don't reward eating with anything right positive. like those uh hottest commercials they used to do yeah. with, and i was like you with me caught dead eating that bullshit you probably bite into it and spit it out and then all right let's do it again if the grease get on you you like i gained an ounce right and then some white man come out of nowhere you're fired bitch you got fat uh the 51 year old star showed off her impressive culinary skills wearing a blue apron as she mixed a cr- pie crust together and so it begins the beauty catching the image of a table covered with food and ingredients oh that table is gorgeous though Mm-hmm. you know it was pumpkin on in that in that uh uh plate somewhere there goes sydney crawford making a pie crust oh there go her apples she put in there is that how that's supposed to look mm, that's a lot of apples uh i want to see the finished product that's her daughter that's some other nigga i don't know scott dizzick him and his daughter oh oh this is so fun. nice ain't it though ain't it relaxing no wonder y'all don't care about the country i wouldn't either y'all having a good time look at all these people the kardashians got in the mix scott dizzick had hearts burning shed a clip of his adorable son rain too leaping into his arms for a cuddle this is why i'm thankful today happy thanksgiving to all he said then the kardashians took a picture together oh are all these women kardashians some of these people don't, don't belong no nah, i think two of them the other three ain't yeah kim don't even look like she know them Mm-mm. they was like take a picture like okay okay girl <laughs> right uh whose baby is this tori spelling baby oh look at that little baby oh that's precious mm-hmm. and then who baby is this chrissy teigen's daughter luna oh playing with some leaves. leaves oh that's so precious that's a gorgeous picture that baby tristan thompson showed off some pictures that chloe kardashian made them take of her their food look at all them desserts do the kardashians be cooking or they be ordering this stuff because this shit oh. look good oh. it's got to be ordered it looked too good i would if i had them i wouldn't be cooking shit mm. but you know the celebrities they be trying to prove they they cooking though they be trying mm-hmm. to, just like you no nope. i take my billions of dollars and put it in my conventional oven yeah i would be like i'm not like you i actually go and pay for people to do this shit think i won't fan myself with some money uh 
but yeah man everybody was out here having a good time man mm-hmm. good for you celebrities just like us having a good time on thanksgiving i know isn't that precious all right that's it we gotta do some sore ratchetness to get out of here we're up against the break gotta watch the flash everybody we'll be back tomorrow though oh monday the flash supergirl okay. everybody i made a mistake i'm sorry oh, oh no problem no it's okay i make mistakes sometimes karen and we need to counsel you i'm going to, to counsel you 10 years ago i said the, i'd like to apologize sincerely to everybody okay nope, I, i'm i'm not buying it you trash cancel hashtag cancel rod years ago when i was still developing in my politics i said <laughs> that the flash was on monday night when i really meant supergirl and to all the people that i've offended all of the sjw you, you you messed around and put the man before the woman all the strong kryptonian women that support me many of my many who i count among me as friends come on i apologize (laughs) a man trying to imitate a tv show tried to make his own sword and burn three city blocks good god three 51 year old john gomes from coho's new york coho's allegedly allegedly what the hell, what the hell is this <laughs> you ever have uh two women dating at the same time <laughs> then my coho's <laughs> <laughs> what uh, you want a two for one you want a coho it's about one get one free for christmas <laughs> coho's anyway uh they left they he allegedly discovered um that apparently it's hard to imitate reality tv um he seemed to have been a fan of the history show channel forged in fire is a series where some of the finest blade makers in the world compete to create the finest weapons from days of yore yes these people can make swords just as effective as the ones on game of thrones but they know what they're doing they also know what not to do but uh put other people in danger for example right as the albany times union reports on thursday gones was uh according to authorities trying to bend metal over a fire-filled steel barrel to make a sword it seems though it was a windy day up to 30 miles an hour the flames from his oh. burn barrel allegedly blew far and wide as basic science would, uh, would intimate they might uh 32 billions were dead 32 buildings were damaged three Goddamn. three were completely destroyed firefighters fought for six hours to control the blaze neither the co-host mayor nor the fire department immediately responded to a request to comment however the times union mayor sean morris himself a former firefighter said we often tell people we don't allow open burns in the city out to say what's the worst that could happen well this open burn just caused millions of dollars of damage and destroyed half of our downtown right they have a population around sixteen thousand people uh many of whom were surely affected by the alleged actions of one man gomes has been charged with felony reckless endangerment and misdemeanor arson he has been jailed on fifteen thousand dollars bond i don't know if mr gomes meant to do it but it happened said mayor morse and the results are horrendous on our community right that was lots of shade he was talking just now three blocks mm-hmm. guess he was talking in morse code <laughs> sorry um <laughs> but yeah car ads uh tell car ads tell you what stunts are performed by professionals so please don't try this at home and it's the same with anything you see on tv 
Uh, yeah even making yeah. a fucking sword uh, yeah like i said i don't know much about making swords, but last time you know whenever i see them making sure they know they're making that shit inside and that shit look like a one of them stove ovens where it's covered up and shit so i don't think this is smart at all all right guys talk to y'all tomorrow thank you so much for listening to the show until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.